Welcome, everyone, to another week with your host, Mordechai Weinberger and Herb Nissen. It is a pleasure and an honor and a schuss to be able to have this program here and to be able to take your questions and comments along the mental health field. The number to call up and to ask your question is 718-683-5858. That's 718-683-5858. And we look forward to taking your questions or your comments. We'll see you after the Shmaya. We'll be able to help you. Again, the number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. Nissen, who do we have on the air? Mrs. H. Mrs. H. You're on the air with Mordechai and Harav Nissen. Thank you for taking my call. I don't have a question. I just wanted to thank you for the amazing parenting workshop you gave. Oh, I have no you. words to thank you. It was amazing, unbelievable. Right. Would you be able to share a comment or a concept that you got yes, from it? Yes, this time I wrote down. I shouldn't be nervous. Uh-huh. Um, that the word no is a full sentence, and yeah. I'm actually calm when I say it. It's amazing. And wow, then choices, and then the BC triple P double R, which is yeah. helping me personally a lot, and you're building me so much. It's not only the kids; it's unbelievable. Great. And Can we understanding nature. Short, like what these are fancy words, B letters, BC triple P double R. Like what is that? That I'm the general, and I use it for different times as well. It's amazing. It's like singing in my head whenever I need it. It helps yeah, me a lot. Believing in the... yourself that you can have, it can be the way parenting can be easy and it can be the way you like it. Now, let me ask you, because I, I share it with all the, you know, sometimes I say it, but people don't know that. Have you found, uh, let's at least show our listeners that I do speak, that I am consistent to my beliefs, did we discuss much threats and consequences and punishment, or are you finding everything happening without that? Not at all. No punishments. Well, I didn't set you up. So what would you say? Did it used to be punishment? Did things change just by knowing a parenting system and a parenting style? Yes, sure. I've learned a lot. I'm so much clearer, and you don't need the punishments as much. I mean, I didn't punish a lot. but Uh Uh-huh. Great. Yeah, and raising the bar, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I love it. I just have it in my head all the time. And it's for me so much, not only for the kids. Yep, we always share it. The parenting is mostly for the parent. Once the parent is a general, we're clear. We can have what we'd like. We can even have it the way we'd like it. It's easy. Would you say, what percentage would you say some of the shouting or fighting has gone down? Now, I haven't set you up, so I have no idea who you are. And uh, I know I didn't ask you to call, and I didn't ask anyone to call. So I thank you for that. But I'm just curious, what percentage would you say the shouting has calmed down? A lot. Or, or upsetness or tension. I don't know a number, but a lot. Amazing. Thank you. I appreciate the call. And and your knowledge, it's just unbelievable. And the Macoiris you brought were so beautiful. I really enjoyed every second of it. I just couldn't put down, even we finished so late. And you put yeah. in so much, it's nuts down. Yeah, there was a lot of time put in. Officially, it was supposed to be an hour-and-a-half workshop each night and then questions, and it went a lot more than that. There was just so much information that I appreciate it. Wow. Thank yeah. you. You're changing the world. Unbelievable. <sighs> Thank Even you. Even you don't like such big compliments you, you said, you mentioned, but yeah. I really feel that it's true. Yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. You're the very little welcome. yes. Beautiful. And Hashem should repay Amen. You. I appreciate it and thank you for joining and trusting me to take the workshop. My pleasure. It's really good. Amazing. Yeah. Good. All right. And the number to call and to ask your question or your comment is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And for those of you listening, I am an advocate. I'm always asking parents to please take workshops, whatever it should be. If there's an anxiety workshop, just to know sometimes a kid might have it or a grandchild might have it or a nephew, just know some of the tools. If there's a Shalom Bias workshop, you might have great Shalom Bias. Just sign up, take it. Information always helps. Information is always fantastic. There's a parenting workshop. You might have great parenting skills, Baruch Hashem, for almost all your kids, but there's that one kid that you have a difficulty with. Just take workshops. I'm a big believer in taking workshops. They're relatively cheap to when it's needed to go to a therapist. And once you have the information, it means so much. So thanks a lot. And I appreciate the call that you called about the parenting workshop. And, again, let's just realize as parents, let's get educated. And, again, the number to call in is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. We are going to go to Miss R. You're on Mordechai and Harav Nissim. Hi. Hi. Okay, so basically I'm a teenage girl. I'm in my mid-high school years, and I have, like, a, like I have like a problem. You have a what problem? I have a problem, a problem. Okay. So basically since I'm, like, a little girl, like, I was always, like, like a loud kid. I, was, I wasn't quiet, and I was, like, when I was younger, I was, like, really aggressive, and I would, like, like, I would like, like be really physical. But when I grew up, I I calmed down. I'm not I'm not like aggressive anymore. I'm not physical anymore. But, like sometimes I just like 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 a seventh grade teacher once asked me if I have ADHD. Uh, ninth grade teacher once asked me if I have ADHD. I mean it was really inappropriate, but sometimes I just feel like yeah, I think I do have ADHD. But I was never diagnosed, and sometimes I just don't think before I speak. And my teachers don't appreciate it, and I get sent out of class. And, oh, I just forgot to mention, I'm a really smart kid. I mean, I'm not saying this to brag, but I'm, I'm a 100 student. And, wow. And, yeah. When do and you study for I the just, test? What? Do you study in advance? When do you study yeah, for the of test? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, you just basically ruled out ADHD. ADHD is almost never study for a test. Right. Well, and if they second, do, I'm, it's a nest if it's once or twice. Um, um, and sometimes I just, I just like... Like, like, I just, like, call out answers, and I feel so, like, 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 I don't do it because I want to. Like, I try to hold myself back, but it just, like, pops out, and, like, the teachers, like, just got, like, really frustrated, and they just, like, okay, you have to leave now. And I just feel so horrible myself. And sometimes my friends also, like, like, um, I can't believe, like, you just said that. I'm like, I, I really can't do that. I, did, I didn't say that. I, I didn't. It wasn't me. And and just really hard for me. Wow. And I was speaking to my mother, like, last week's show. I was like, you should call him to ask your question. I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to be whatever. And and then she's like, you know, that you're really amazing because you have self-awareness. I'm like, self-awareness is not going to get me anywhere, you know. She's like, yeah, it's a first step. But I, I don't, I don't, like, I don't know how to stop it. Okay. Well, First, let's recognize, again, we don't diagnose yes or no over the phone, and we're not going to go down that path. 
Well, first, Rav Nissen, what do you say to this? I think that uh, she's very smart. As she said, she's smart teenage. Exactly. She know, Thank you for that know, compliment. She Definitely. Know, she knows yeah. exactly what she, what's her uh, pro and con. And she has to work about it. <laughs> no, it's definitely, if you're not, it's reminded that learning to the test, you know, just uh, five minutes before the test, you know, just <laughs> grabbing something. Uh, this is, um, it seems like, a, a really, it uh, knows exactly what the problem, and I think they will be a great, great adults. And uh, you, you, do, you, you know what the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, we won't know if you're ADD or not, but just realize that if you can study for the test, why could you study? Let's put it that way. Um, because I want to do well. Like when I was younger, I wouldn't study. I really wouldn't. I just got hundreds straight through. I'm like, if I got hundreds, why should, why, why should I study? But in high school years, it got tough. Like I just got my global regent, and I, like, I didn't really study hard for it. I mean, I studied. I did, but not like that you need to study for regent. I went through all my material from last year, and I got a 98. So I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're supposed to get such marks, and none of the kids in my class got, you know, such marks. Yeah. How long in advance were you able to study? How were you even able to take the test? Which test? When, you took, when you're taking exams, how do you do with exams? Are you able to stay focused? Um, first, I go, first I do the questions that I, like, know, like, for sure, and then I go back to other questions, and I put thought into those. Excellent. So very focused, pretty organized with a system. There's a lot there that doesn't... Okay, let me ask you other stuff. When you think, when you talk, when you do things, are you always organized or do you always jump subjects in the middle? Um, my friends tell me I'm a good listener, but like when I talk, like I could start saying something, I'm like, you know what, forget it. Okay, but let's talk about your friends. So you're able to listen to, say, to your friends when it's they like talk? people off. Yeah. So you're able to really listen to friends when they talk? Most times, yeah, like 90% of the time. Yeah. Okay. So I want you to know there's a lot there that doesn't sound like your ADHD, Baruch Hashem. Now let's go to the other part of it. So what do you think is holding you back, or why do you think it happens in class that there's difficulties with the teachers? Um, I think it's just uh, that I, I have a question. I can't wait for it to be answered. I just have to say it or I have a, a comment to say, like, like my, my teachers, like by PTA, they tell my mother that I know more information than they do. It, just, it has to get out. I can't hold it back. Good. So that could be just a smart girl. But none of my other classmates do such stuff. Like, like sometimes I even, like, I, don't, I think that maybe I'm not even normal because, like, none of my other classmates do that. And everybody looks at me like I'm a weirdo. Now, are you allowed to have energy and to be creative and to be excited and to be successful and to come up with different ideas? Yeah. Like, can you allow yourself to be that? Yeah. Good. Now, it doesn't have to be a diagnosis of ADHD. When I was younger, I did go to some, to some people. Like, my first few years, I went to people. Like, yeah. Like, like psychologists or therapists. And, like, and, like, I went to three of them, like, throughout my years. And they, like, one of them told my mother, like, yeah, you have to put on medications, Ritalin. And I was like, no way, I'm not putting my kid on medication. You know, she's going to become, like, oh, whatever. But I, 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 if they suggested medication, then, then it's, 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 it's bad. Um, not necessarily, by the way. 
Anyhow, yeah, someone just sent me a message that the fact that you can wait for me to speak is showing that you're not really ADHD, and that's very true, by the way. And you don't go on and on. I'll read you the message. She can listen to you and wait for your response. She doesn't go on and on. Another sign, it may not be ADHD. Yes, there's a lot going on that I don't hear there. Now, what happens? Is your family very energetic and excited in that type of family, creative? Actually, I have a very talented family, very creative family, but no one's like me. No, no one. Like, like all my siblings, they're 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 like, they all they're all popular. They're all good kids. They're all smart, but none of them have the same issue as me. Like like one like one 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 um child has even got to complain that that child is too withdrawn. Um, now it's like that child is much older now. Really not like that anymore, but no one in my family is really like that. Okay. Now, let's stop going on this, and I'd like to go to a different concept. Can you appreciate that you can be creative, you can be energetic, and you might not be the best listening type, okay, but you're still powerful? Right. Can you recognize that? And you might need to learn how to balance your energy, but you're still not ADHD. I, I know, but sometimes like like two teachers commented about me. One one when I was in ninth grade, I wanted to seventh grade. They it's asked okay. me. Let's not go. You see, you're going back there. Notice you just did, and forgive me for saying this, but I say it a teenage thing, which is <laughs> I answer something. A teenager goes back to what they say. I answer it again. The teenager goes back to what they say. And then we say it a third time. The teenager goes back a third time. So you're still focused on the ADHD part. What am I? What did I say three times? I'd like you to repeat it just so we can get all on the same page. Uh, ADHD was ruled out. That's right. So now, what can you do? I could try to become better, but I don't know how. Ah, now we're at now we're at now we're both on my page. So now, what do you think you can do if you realize that you're an energetic girl, creative, lively? What do you think you can do? So sometimes, like my mother gave me an idea that before I say something, I should think like this. Like before I say it, like, are you going to regret what you're just going to say now? But sometimes it doesn't help because I don't even think I don't even think twice before I say it. Good. So now the next question will be what can start helping you to ground you to stop thinking? That's the beauty of being an adult. You've gone from being a kid which doesn't think to an adult that starts thinking. Welcome to the world in. of adulthood. That's why I called in because I really don't know. So okay. So here is where you can start coming up. Here's where you can start discussing with your friends. Or not with friends, I would say more with teachers, and start thinking, what can you do to start thinking? Because you're able to hold, so far, every time I'm speaking, you haven't, barged, you haven't like, knocked in. Which is, again, not ADHD. So we're going back to, if you're not ADHD, what can help you to remain grounded, to remain not to speak or not to make trouble, or to stay focused? Um, last year, I did keep a diary, and it really did help me, but I dropped Excellent. it. I dropped my diary because I just didn't find the time to write in it. Because like in high school, you're like really busy, like tests every week, and it's really yeah. hard, stressful. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll stop here because we need to explore more, and that would be more therapy-like. But one thing I could tell you is I I don't want to diagnose the yes or the no's. But there's a lot telling me there that you're not have that you don't have 
ADD. I can't. I'm not going to rule it out or ADHD, but doesn't doesn't sound like from the stuff that I'm hearing that that's what's going on. It's more behavior, learning how to ground yourself. You're creative, Baruch Hashem. You've got a you have a wonderful imagination, and you've got a lot that you want to say, or a lot of ideas when you're in class and there's so much information that you want to participate in. That's very creative. You should be appreciating yourself. Some, uh, somebody asked yeah. also uh, what position in the house you are. It's you are the the youngest, the the I'm oldest, the, oldest the mid. What? I'm the oldest girl. The oldest. So okay. It seems yeah. like uh, you 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 want to take a little bit control, and I think that uh, you're smart enough to to understand what you have problem, and you can do it. No question. And I don't yeah. think that, I don't I, I'm agree with Mordechai. You don't have anything except you are smart and bright girl that uh, want to show you a, 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 a point of view. Yep, exactly. And I'm not okay. someone that's looking to jump to diagnosis. If there's there's Baruch Hashem, you sound like a healthy, creative girl. Embrace it, enjoy it. Every power has got its talent. Every, every, or I say the other way, every talent has its power. And you've got creativity, you've got ideas that you want to participate in, and yes, then staying balanced and keeping quiet could be harder. But that's the bracha to it. We're Thank not you. meant to be robots. We're meant to be humans with creativity, with freedom, with, with flowing. And yes, we also need to learn to balance it, and that's why we've got uh, maturity and adulthood to learn to get into it. And I'm sure that quite of teachers don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There are the teachers that are by nature more structured and less creative, more like in the box, and they would have a difficulty with you. And then you would have other teachers that are very creative and very open-minded or very creative, and they would love all that you're doing. Right. All right? That is true. That is true. I Like, I see it in some teachers. I think that some teachers are just scared of me, like, they're scared of, of, of what I have in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. We know very much. <laughs> very well. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were actually we, just discussing this right before the program, a, a little of the ideas about the different personalities that are there, that there are some children that are creative and the teachers are less creative, and the other way around, some teachers that are very creative and the kids are less creative, and sometimes the challenges that can come from that. So what I'm telling you is you sound healthy, normal, and successful. Enjoy your creativity. Celebrate your creativity. You will be able to find yourself successful, and you'll be able to find yourself enjoying it and using your talent. That's Amazing. the goal. We want Amazing. you to be able to use your talent. Okay, Arvnis, I know we've time. got another caller, that, but you've asked me to read that text, correct, yes. that we have? Yes, correct, yes. So let's go ahead and read it, Narvnis, and I'd like to have your advice first in helping me how to deal with this. Hi, Mordechai. I'm a 15-year-old girl, and I have two questions. And I beg of you, please answer them, because it's very important to me. My mother is a very stressful and anxious woman, and it affects me. I get very little love, as did she, and much of the opposite. My four older siblings are married, and so I'm home alone with her and suffer greatly. She gives me attitude and yells at me all the time. She wouldn't ask me how my day was or what, and whatever doesn't go her way, I'm to blame. 
Therapy is not an option for me because she obviously doesn't find it necessary. My question is if I should keep on listening to your programs, I'm assuming, and become more aware of how bad the situation really is if I can't help it. And my second question is how do I discuss it with my married siblings, which is greatly important to me, without causing the relationship with my mother to worsen? I ask again that you please, please answer me because I suffer daily and there is no end to my tears. Thanks, Lord, and may Hashem grant you koyach to continue doing what you're doing for many years to come. Amen. Amen. All right, Ravnes, well, I let you deal with it first. First of, all, first of all, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so proud about our children, our kids. 15 years old girl just writing here. Uh, all Megillah about a feeling, about emotion, about what is going on. And, and this is a, need a lot of bravery and a lot of awareness. And that's what I think that uh, you and J-Root Radio create here, the awareness about it, you know. And uh, she finds also their solution, you know. Basically, I, I see that if you know that the mother can, wouldn't be able to participate, as, as you always suggested, that uh, any one of the spouse don't want to to participate so you learn yourself how to maneuver how to to be player in this game and i would say that uh, very important also without you know emo- try to be not emotion and no whining and all this you just approach your mom and said ima mother mommy i really need a hug i really need a, i i really need a kiss. I really need to 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 feel that you love me. I think this will break the ice. I think that if you really come to a sincere, and coming that, mommy, I, you know what? Long time we wasn't together. Let's go go to the park. Talking about it. What did you 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 interest? I want to know what's going on in you, mommy. What you doing? Well, you know, it be more participate with your mom. And I think this will be in. It will become. It will come uh, eventually. And if not, you will know how to deal with this. And about the sibling, about about the spouse, about the, the shidduch. Don't worry. Uh, learn and and that's you know and participate and on one of the parenthood uh, you know uh, classes and uh, you know also shlom uh, bait classes. It will give you a lot. Right. And I would like to tag along to that idea with what we're hearing is as follows, that let's understand that you might have a mother that might have some stress or issues with you, but what about your father? In other words, you have the permission to open up and to speak to people. It's important for you to get advice. So there is a reason why you're listening to this program. Now you're right. Is this program the right program for you to listen to? Meaning that by listening to this program, you're aware of what's not healthy. Maybe you should not be listening. On the other hand, maybe you should be listening, and this will give you the sanity to realize to reach out and to get help. So it's your decision make. But I still want you to realize you're a teenager, and you should not be going through this alone means, yes, there might be issues with your mother, and yes, it might, you might be so right that your mother is exactly that way. But what happens if it's the other way around, where many times I get these calls from teenagers, and then we speak to the parents, and then we see the teenagers really got some issues. Now, I'm not shifting the blame onto you. You're not reaching out for help. What I am saying is that adult intervention is needed. If it is speaking to your married siblings, or if it is speaking to your father, saying, just sheer, not attacking your mother, but this is what's happening. I'm coming home, I'm being attacked. I'm not being asked about how my day is. 
There's a lot of yelling and shouting, and since I'm the only one home, I'm the recipient of that tension. Making a father informed, that is his role as father. Sharing with your older siblings, what advice can I have? And maybe they will get you to go to a therapist. Maybe there will be a school in many of the schools, some of the schools, there are school social workers, and there's a lot that you can turn there. The goal is to be aware that, yes, maybe this program is not for you, but getting advice that you did get is A-okay. All right? What I want this girl to realize is she is not alone and swallowing, not listening to this program might be appropriate for her. But what you've taken out of this is not being alone is not appropriate for anyone. No one has a right to feel alone, which means you might speak to family members. They might identify, they might help you realize how you are part of the dance triggering your mother, which you might not be ready to hear, but you might be ready to hear, and then you can start working things out. But in order for that to happen, you've got to share. Swallowing, keeping it in has unfortunately never helped anyone. It just explodes in other places. So thank you for asking your question. As Rav Nissen said, it's a pleasure. The listenership that we have, how people are getting advice, reaching out for help, it's a huge chus. And now go ahead, do the hard positions to start opening up to your father, sharing your father with what's happening. And, yes, you might even be saying, you might even be concerned that this is going to cause a fight between your parents. That's not your job. Your job is to speak to your father to get protected and to get the love that you want to get from your father. That is your right. That is your job. And from there, it's up to Hashem to do what He will do, and that might, be, that might even cause the ability for your mother to go for help. So thank you for reaching out. And with Siata Deshmaya, we should be able to help at least another house to get a more awareness to start the process of healing. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. So we'll go, yep. <clears throat> Mrs. Uh, Mrs. R. This is R. You're on with Mordechai and Herb Nissen. And the number to call up for those who would like to ask a question or share a comment is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. All right, Mrs. Yes, R., hello. you're on with Mordechai and Herb Nissen. Is that me? Yes, that is you. Okay. Thank you very much. First of all, I want to thank you for awareness. Um, I find myself in different situations remembering things that I've heard on your program and then yes. applying them, and wow. they work. And it's unbelievable how just a little bit of information can go such a long way in helping people achieve um, mindfulness or just a more mental awareness. And I really find it so tremendously helpful in my life, so I wanted to say thank you. Wow, um, that is that is a schuss. I find it such a such a presence from Hashem that I can, me and Rav Nissen, we can like just speak in one place where we are, and, and so many people get affected. For yes, the positive. you don't even know how many people are listening, right? No, no, we don't. We have right. some and idea. You know what? Other don't. people, other people's questions sometimes really. Um, other people have the same questions and they just never got to ask, and all of a sudden, you know, they get the answer. Yeah. Yeah, I do find that it's very helpful. Beautiful. I actually right. enjoyed. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. In fact, that's even the schuss that so many people that are brave to call up. I get that sometimes. People ask me, "How does how is someone brave enough to call up? How can they share that?" And I go, "Yes, recognize that and appreciate every caller, including you, that just creates an awareness that shares a positive feedback." 
I don't know other programs that are on the jrootradio.com, but the amount of positive feedback that we get here is, to me, astronomical. Definitely. I have two quick questions. Um, number one is, just from the previous caller, it just made me think, is there any purpose in an adult knowing if they're ADD if it doesn't really have any negative impact on their life? Okay. Um, the answer is And they yes. wouldn't take medication anyway. doesn't matter, but because it still affects them. Sure, awareness. Oh, well, yes, it would, but meaning it's... A, it's Life is, well, I guess that's my question. All right, so let's clarify. Just awareness in itself will make a change in a person's life. That means when someone's an adult ADD, they were never diagnosed as a child, and now they're acting interesting, which means if it's a man, they finally are recognizing why they tell their wife that they'll be home at 7 o'clock and they show them at 9.30, and then they're upset at their wife why their wife isn't patient for them. Or when they've got to go to the grocery store and they completely forgot the grocery, and then they're upset at their spouse why that's happening. Or when they've got to learn with their kid on Shabbos and they never end up learning and the kid doesn't do well, and then the husband's busy blaming the wife, well, why didn't you get him a tutor? You know I work so hard. Shabbos, I'm supposed to sleep. So... Mm-hmm. So you mean it depends Let's how it manifests When a person itself. hears that and they're aware that they're ADD, they mm-hmm. stop blaming the spouse. What they start saying is, I, you know I have ADD, so why are we asking me these roles? Or I'm going to try to do it, but you know I have ADD, I might not do it. And then as a couple, they can start discussing contingent plans. So when someone understands what their weakness is, or the same as the wife, where a wife says, okay, the house is going to be ready, or we're going to have Shabbos food, and then Shabbos food isn't ready till every era of Shabbos, five Friday, she's still, the wife is still telling the husband, please make sure we, you, know, you close the fire in the 18 minutes because the soup is still boiling. I'm not talking about reheating the soup. We're talking mm-hmm. about still cooking the soup. <laughs> well, the house is always to flagging or there's never laundry done. And she can finally identify, you know what's going on? Maybe I'm not brave enough to take mm-hmm. medication that's needed to organize my house, but at least I can stop blaming everyone else for why the house isn't organized. It's really me. So Okay, so here I'm itself, really, I'm talking about myself. And okay. I'm recognizing myself as a child, having probably have had, but in those days nobody even thought of that then. And it doesn't, I do lead a very organized life. Is there such a thing as outgrowing it, or could it be no, on the. No, then you did not have ADDs. Then I did. Or likely, okay. that's one of the Meaning, if I know how to structure my life and I make lists and everything gets done at the right time and there's no uh, chaos of that sort, then it. I probably nope, never had it. you didn't it. have ADD. 99% you did not have ADD. ADD is not outgrown. It's the way uh-huh. our brain works. It's the way and it, it can't works. be that I've taught myself things, how to manage? It is, it's possible, but very unlikely. Mm-hmm. So it was something else. Because when That's I hear you right. talking to teenagers and I, I hear myself in your description of, of the ADD teenager. True. Now I'll ask you questions that you don't have to answer. But okay. how, much, how much stress was in your house, not about you, not around you? How much lack of structure was there in your house that affected you or pressure to be the best and top in the class that might have all been there? Was there not at all. I was family? exactly the opposite. Say that again? I was exactly the opposite. Didn't know how to study for a test, never handed in assignments sometimes. I know, but I'm asking about the family. You know, did you have There might have been stress. I might have not been aware of it. 
That's right. Okay, so just be aware that kids, when they're in an environment where there's a lot of stress, then, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they react accordingly. Children are reflections of what happens in their And different children will react differently? Even 100%. If the, same. the classical example that I give is in girls' schools and girls' high schools where they can have sometimes literally 15 teachers, period, like 20-minute periods for different subjects. And by different mm-hmm. teachers, they will react differently, most definitely. And that's and why you siblings, can have children I mean, that even siblings have of the same household will react differently? Of course. To the same household situation? Of course. In fact, let's okay. say a parent has anxiety and the parent goes away and then the older sister puts the kids to sleep and also you see how peaceful going to sleep is. And then that parent is there and then they're shouting and screaming or vice versa. When the father is there and it's, let's say, yelling and screaming and when the mother puts the kids to sleep, the kids are calm and it goes easily or the other way around. Mm-hmm. Of course, children are reflections of leadership. Even adults are, but especially children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and the way we can tell is, let me ask you, at home you might be one way, but how were you in school? Were you just as disorganized in school? I, when I was a teenager, I was the same disorganized at home as in school, yes. Interesting. But as okay. an adult, I'm not. That's the right. funny thing. So Very usually, organized. Right. Usually ADD or ADHD means that the mind, the, the part that filters things out, doesn't really balance, and that means even if you go list, you always have to fight with you. You always have to fight yourself. Mm-hmm. I do so have you to fight myself. I do, like before a yantif, I I do have to sort of force myself to sit down and write my lists and everything. But I do it in a regular routine manner. I mean, cool, I know if I don't normal. do it, uh huh, that's cool. Then it won't normal. get done. <laughs> that is called normal. Okay. Yeah. That's so, interesting. Can I just I ask don't a very know if you had ADD, ADHD, and you grew out of it, or just simply... Or I didn't have it, and it was right. something else. It's more likely that ADD is something that stays with you, Bar Hashem, for life. Mm-hmm. I hear. Yeah. Okay, can I just ask a quick question? I don't expect a long Go answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. Um, if a nine-and-a-half-year-old child asks a tremendous amount of questions, could that be a sign of anxiety? Explain to me what questions are. Why maybe it's um, a sign of creativity and brilliance. They need to know it's almost as though they need to know he needs to know everything about everything because um I'm trying to think of an example. I don't I can't think of an example but when whatever situation is at hand, he's yeah. the kid who makes everybody nervous with all his questions. And he needs to know exactly sort of like why what, okay let's why you asking why i'm thinking of anxiety of and things like that do you think this fear what would you say is happening um what with him yeah he he does display anxiety in different ways i'm just uh-huh. not like where? i'm like not what? sure uh-huh and I, I noticed this this is a trait that he has, and I was thinking, oh, maybe these questions that he asks is a sign of just, you know, part of this anxiety that he has. Let's call it creativity. Let's realize. That's possible. Like, He's extremely yeah, creative. A kid is creative. A kid's brilliant. Herb Nissen, what do you say to this? You know, I, we, we, we're in a generation that tagging each, each kid, you know, we, I belong to this group, I am HDT, I am YYY, and you know, I'm a guy, and you know, all this kind of, I tell you, enough. 
our kids are good and this creative guy is a very curious curious guy and from his question he want to know he, he want to know everything and what's wrong with this? I, love, I, I wish every house is like this, you know. Just mm, see this. Nothing's a, wrong with it. No, no. It's just anxiety and all this wording that it's not belong to the to the you know to the dictionary. It does not belong to this. Uh, I agree. I I do agree with you. I I just was thinking that if if it's something that um, needs help, then I would want to address it. I think so that providing providing more that, that that is creative might have some more fears, let's say, because they're more creative, and that's the balance. Every strength has got a weakness. Every weakness will mm -hmm. have a strength. But let's not... Let, like, let's you mean the, the, the downside of the creativity could sometimes be that, the worrying That's right. Order. But it doesn't uh -huh. mean it's anxiety. It means we Simply don't because the brain, the kid it's okay. He, it works. He's so creative that he thinks of all sides. That's right. Exactly, and, and give him more stimulation. Give him more stimulation. Mm -hmm. That's right. Definitely. Yes, answer you know, those yeah. questions. Like, and if you don't know the answers to those, like, ask, like, get to someone to speak to someone that does. Mm -hmm. And don't be okay. afraid to say, "I don't know," because you tell stories after, and it will be found that it's wrong, and will be very upset. <laughs> right. Huh. Yes, he definitely needs to know the truth, and no, yes. no bubba mices. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So just Thank to get you. me aware, creative kids, people that are brilliant, kids that have got a lot of potential, kids that have confidence, will ask questions. We'll ask questions that others might not. We'll ask the questions again and again. We'll have adult questions. They heard British, you know, England just the Brexit just left. What does it mean? And you mm -hmm. know, they like they hear some people are afraid. What does that mean? And why are they afraid? It's not that I they hear. have anxiety. They're hearing that. They want to understand. They want the clarity. Okay, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It, excellent. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you for calling up. Miss. Uh, right. And we are going first. For those who would like to call, the number to call in is seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Uh, we look forward to taking your questions or your comments. Again, 718-683-5858. And who do we have on the line, Nissen? Miss R. Miss R. So I think we've had now three R callers in a row. Good. Miss R, you're on with Mordechai and Herb Nissen. Hi. Thank you Hi. so much for everything you do. Um, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, I wanted to ask you something. Um, um, I'm a type that it's very hard for me to be bored. I love noise and action. Yeah. And um, it's almost like pain. I mean, bored, not that I don't know what to do. I like action. Even I have what to do, but the things I don't like, I don't like. I mean, when I, whatever I like to do, that's what is not, it's called not bored by me. So... When I'm bored, and um, it's very painful for me. Like, I always like noise. And I once mentioned it to my neighbor. She told me maybe I don't like to be with myself. I don't like uh, to face that myself. Is... What does that mean? I don't like... I, I couldn't, like, I'll get it. I'll tell you. Like, you what... see, let, let me just tell you the difference between a professional therapist and someone that doesn't have experience. Now, they could be right, and... What happens is when someone that's not a professional will right away tell you what they think it is. 
instead of asking you, what do you think it is? So let's shift it back to you now. What do you think it is? What I think it is? I yeah, think, why is it that I you're not I don't, able to? I don't know what it is, but I think it's crazy already. It's like, it's really extreme. That's what I think. And I'm really, it's really hard for me, so... So, so you're know. having That's a difficulty. Many, like, I just discussed it, so I don't know. Right, I'll so tell you told what. Me this, Since I was this like... program is for awareness only, it sounds like you're asking me to help diagnose. We don't want to do that. I just want to create the awareness. That yeah, if you want to know what's going on, then you really need to go one-on-one to someone. Mm-hmm. Just create that awareness. Now, if you like, we okay. can answer the question what that means about being on your own and things like like what that means you don't want to be with yourself, that's something else. That we can address that. So do you realize mm-hmm. how I'm not going into what's going on by you? Okay, yeah. Good. So let's first take it a minute. Why would someone need a lot of noise? Why would you think someone would always have to be busy? Instead of answering the question, let's see if we can help you come to the realization. Um... Why would someone like a lot of noise? Because it's more interesting, more fun, it's more... That, that's my point of view, why I need noise. Yeah, why do you need noise? It's always more, like, entertaining. So you like creativity, you like interest. So what's the yeah, problem have, with it? What the problem is, because um, yeah. in life, you can't always have... A lot of people around you. Well, who said Sometimes you need people? You have, you Is it music I mean? also, or you always need people around you? If I should go somewhere? No, no. What's the problem? You need people around you? What happens when someone's not around you? Um, not one person. Like, I like a lot of people. like people and coming Wonderful. and going. Wonderful. So you like a group of people. But what happens at yeah. night? When you go to sleep. So what happens if you don't have a group of people? What happens then? At night I sleep. But if a day goes by and I don't meet people, it's painfully more. T- it's, it's, I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. Okay. So let's first stop. Before we be busy with diagnosing, why can't it be that you have this bracha, you have a talent, you have a nature that you like being around people? What's wrong with that? It's called an extrovert, someone that likes being around people. Okay. I'll tell you what's wrong with that. It wasn't wrong until a certain point. But once a certain point in your life where you can't have so many people around you, it's very hard for me to be where I am. Good. So now you're going to learn. So let's recognize you have a nature. Let's just assume. I'm not diagnosing anything, but you have a okay, nature I know. an extrovert, okay. which means you like being an outgoing person. Okay. And now you're going to learn how there are times in life you can't be outgoing all the time, and now you're learning balance. So how do you learn? And it's you so remember, hard. you went with the title Ms., right? So um, are you married? Yes. I, I Maybe it was a mistake. I don't know. Oh, okay. So, so that is where either therapy comes in or that's where you start finding or where you start getting the education. Again, we're like therapy or a life coach will help you out. So you're missing. Uh-huh. Or if you're close to your parents, your parents can help you out. You can open up to your parents and they can help guide you a little. Or your spouse. Mm-hmm. Discuss it with your husband. 
In other words, you want to start now learning how to ground yourself one step at a time that you don't have every day all the stimulus of all the friends. Before we go to what are you running away from and what does it mean a person doesn't want to be by themselves, first of all, you need to recognize every strength. That's what we've said several times this evening. Every strength that's out there, every power, every strength has its power, its happiness. Every nature has its strength and has its weakness. The strength of extrovert is when there's a large people, when there's a wedding, you're geschmack, you're looking to go. The downside to an extrovert is if there isn't stimulus, if you're not around people, you feel down and sad. If you have a small people, if you're around a small party, you don't feel as alive as when there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Extrovert means if you're married to a person, chances are he's going to like quiet. So when you want to go on vacation, you're going to want to go to a place where there's a lot of action and coming and going, and chances are your husband wants to go to a place where you don't see anyone. And that's mm-hmm. the balance that both of you will learn from each other. That's the beauty of marriage. So first, before we start saying you don't like being by yourself, first we need to identify this could be your nature. This could even be your family's nature. Mm. I know families where they need to relax, they go to a wedding, they get dressed, they see people, and they feel great. And I know other families where, oh, they need to, they want to recharge themselves, they need quiet and away from others. Mm-hmm. So first we have to know what's your nature, where are you coming from? Harvnison, what do you mm-hmm. say to this? I uh, not, not just I think that, uh, as you said before, you know, that uh, each one is his own characteristics. But the question is, you know, it seems like, again, today, today's show, it seems like people that's putting in the head certain issue and tag themselves you know oh i'm afraid of myself in this case I'm, i don't want to be like a, uh, it's it's you know we are we you look at your finger or, or your palm and you see all the fingers not the equal each one is a different each one of us is a different personality different i know but if i'm suffering it's something else. i i, I did suffering I so, reach so out. maybe maybe you participate your husband with this you know talking with your husband with your parents and see what you can do. Maybe, maybe you're working on a stim- stimulation, other stimulation, and maybe yes, maybe you need a, a, a small awareness uh, group to to find yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, exactly to what Nissen said, and I, I'm I'm dittoing that that this evening where a lot of people are being let's say diagnosed. Now let's go to the part where you said you're not happy or you're not comfortable because if you're not having all the stimulus around people. You're not comfortable with that. And by the way, realize that is part of the growth that you're going to learn. Just like if your husband's the quiet type, he needs to learn how to find and feel comfortable in a large group. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go to so that original word that your friend grow? said. It looks like you're not happy being with yourself. What does that mean? And that means that just what you're saying, everyone needs to have at times that they are comfortable with themselves because there will be a time that we are alone. That's just the Matthias. Just like whoever is a quiet person needs to learn how to interact with others and how to be a more public person. Because in mm-hmm. life, we're going to need to be around groups. Okay. In fact, I remember seeing a couple of years ago, they had an interview with, with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, and they asked Warren Buffett, which is second or third to the wealthiest person in life, they asked him, what's the, what's the class that you would suggest that everyone should take to be successful in business? And he said that you should take a public speaking course or a public speaking workshop. He says because if you're going to want to be a leader of a company or get to a high position, you're going to have to give presentations. You're going to have to be able to speak to groups. And if you can't do that well, that will affect you. So it's interesting that he wasn't sharing a specific financial course to take. He wasn't sharing a course about psychology on how to speak to people or how to get your thoughts across. Or in sales, he was talking about, a speaking, a lecture, mm-hmm. how to speak publicly. 
Now let's take this concept to you. You're in pain not being when you're not around people. And there's a concept that we have to feel solid and comfortable with ourselves that im ain anili mili, there's the balance. And we have the second part, anilatsmimani. So what's the first part? Im ain anili mili. If I don't have myself, if I'm not comfortable with myself, then I'm never going to feel happy because if I'm not around someone all the time, I'll feel in pain. But at the same time, what happens if the person's the introvert, Kshani Laatsmi, if a person's just by themselves, then Moani, what am I? We can't be alone. We need the balance. So recognize you're asking a question that's about balance. And when your friend said you're not happy with yourself, it means there isn't a comfortability with having quiet time as well. And that's the balance that everyone so needs balance? to learn. The introvert that's needs to learn question. how to be more extrovert, more out. And the mm-hmm. extrovert, the one that's more outgoing, needs to learn more a little introvert. And that's what you're learning now, based on your question. Mm-hmm. So learning means that life happens, not that you're really learning. Like, just, this is a fact, and you just have to go Really learn. interesting. Notice how I'm using the word learn, and you start learning to be with yourself. You start learning to think about yourself. You start learning to think, what do I like? You might want to journal. You might want to clean up your house and do certain things. You might want to take up or think about something or finish some old projects that you'd like. Mm-hmm. That's what's called learning. Learning isn't swallowing. I didn't use the word swallow. I didn't use the word oh. bury, deny. I use the word learn that you can be comfortable with yourself. And if that's practicing oh. five minutes a day of not speaking to anyone and just learning how to be quiet, if that means that you can sit with yourself five minutes or once an hour a week and take a walk with no one, just with yourself, so the first five or ten minutes will be uncomfortable, but then you're going to get comfortable being with yourself. If part of it will mean being yourself, then all of a sudden you'll start discovering you've got a lot of fears, and you have fears, and that's maybe what your friend means, that you're afraid being with yourself. Ah, the reason why you're hanging around people is not because you're so an extrovert, but because you have fears coming up. We'll find out what happens. Once you're alone, mm-hmm. we can find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, just thank so you we're clear, much. learning how to be by yourself does not mean burying and denial. Uh-huh. It means being comfortable with yourself and being calm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. Okay. All right, Ravnison, do we go to a Mr. Y that we've got? Uh, Mr. Y already left, so we have uh, yeah, Miss R, we are triple R, a quattro R. Oh, so now we have four R's. Yes. Should we read, just before we go to them, there's that message. Did you see the, the one that you sent me with the 29-year-old husband? Uh, Let me read it. Yeah. It's just extreme. I think there's so much going on, so we've got to figure this out. Just to tell the person, the question goes as follows. Hi, I'm a 29-year-old husband of two kids, which I feel the same as the 15-year-old, which is regarding the one that the mother is always yelling at her and picking on her. And I see my kids down the road being in the same situation. My wife is going for therapy over four months, but nothing is moving. I am having suicidal thoughts sometimes as a result. I might not hear the answer you'll respond, so please respond in a text as well. Sorry, my friend. Chances of us responding via text to such a long question is not that simple. But the simple answer is, my friend, go for help, just like we told the girl. You can't carry it alone. You're not supposed to get the brunt of the whole issue. You need to learn the tools how to deal with your wife. You need to first understand what is your wife's diagnosis because 
based on the pressure that you have, it's pretty likely it's leaning to a certain topic, which I'm not going to go into right now which topic and what that is, but there could be a lot of stuff going on over there that's important to recognize. And regarding your kids, yes, if you don't put the marriage in order, yes, these things will go across to the to the children, and the children will feel that. So it's our job as husbands that if our wives have dis- have disorders or disabilities, to change our spouses and to deal with it. And the same is for those of us that are married that are wives. If your husband's got a disorder and a disability that's affecting the family, it's your job to go for help. We always say it over and over, and we've got beautiful lots of positive stories where they share, where people have called up and said they are the one that went for therapy, and then it changed their spouse. Not right away. I just had a question where someone is coming to the center five sessions, and right away already saying, I don't understand. I'm going to sessions, four, five sessions. Why don't I see changes in my spouse? The answer is it could take months of work, depending how severe it is. But the change has got to start from the healthy one. No question about it. Yeah, especially if this guy's saying he's feeling at times he's having suicidal thoughts. Means his wife is really not well. Means there's a lot on his on his plate, and he's got to stay at least a parent. At least the children should have one healthy spouse. Imagine you've got a wife, a mother's got major issues, and then the husband falls into her trap or her anxiety or her pain. Now the par- these children are labeled yisleimim means living yisleimim from two parents. Yeah. At least let's have one. So please could, go for help. It's not. It's possible also that he pushed his uh, wife to go to the therapy. That uh, in the meantime he needed it. That's right. Very well said. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We'll go to Miss R. Miss R, what's up? R? Hello. Is it me? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, thanks so much for your radio program. And I just wanted to comment about something. So, like, a lot of times in general, like, teenagers are spoken about negatively. And I, I'm, in reality, like, teens are sometimes difficult. But, like, I think it's nice also to mention that there are teens that are special and do help a lot. And that, like, just so that they'll feel good about themselves. Like, I'm not saying that, like, because I feel like this radio program talks a lot about teens and whatever. So I think it's also just good to mention that so that they can also feel good about themselves. Great. So how about I would like you to take over the program for the next couple of minutes because I agree with everything you just said and very brave of you to do that. So go ahead. Share some positives out there, some positive stuff about teens. Like, what, a lot of times you do, like... Let's, let's list a list of 10 things that teenagers do fantastic. <laughs> I'll help you out. Um, they help a lot at home. Yeah. They babysit a lot. Yeah. Um, they talk they... to friends. They want to help out friends. Yeah, they want to help out friends. And yeah. a lot of them try to, like, sort out things. Like, not in an unhealthy way, like, to sort things out, like, with friendships or whatever. Excellent. And, um... <laughs> what about sometimes they say to him or they daven? Right, like, yeah, exactly, like, um, they dive in, even though it's really hard to get up in the morning, like, just to dive in, in school or whatever, and they yeah. take things on to, yeah, I don't know. Good. Um, what about that they also notice, let's say, if people, if some, if they, besides for babysitting at home, if the mother needs help, or if a brother needs help, or if something has to be done, they would do it. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and what about... 
my wife's grandfather was recently in uh, like an assisted living, and Friday I was so impressed Shabbos that they had girls that would come to the rooms and would like sing to the ladies on Shabbos. Usually don't have the boys doing it because they're either learning or it's just not that promoted by the boys. But I was so impressed with the girls that go in to like be mervakachayla and to visit people. Right? Right. Yep. Isn't that also positive a teenager? And what about the fact that teenagers are looking how they can help? Like they're looking to grow. They're happy. They're yeah. smiling. They're laughing. They want to hang around and be together. That's a positive, too. Mordechai. Yes, Rav I think that, uh, J- uh, first of all, we are almost in the end. But I think the Jerry's Radio always think and talking about positive about our children. It's no question that our the, the teenagers is is unbelievable and they doing excellent excellent job and this uh, environment this situation around us is has to be a, I, 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 I repeat it I said they has to get the purple art you know as as a prize because it's not easy to be today in our Jewish people and Jewish kids and all all together. So right. I would say that uh, uh, all all the teenagers are great and they're doing a good job. Sometimes they the ex, uh, um, you know, they're driving us crazy, but they they their duty. And not only that, I mean, I, I you know, I didn't take it as an attack, but did you, maybe you meant to say that you? No, I did not mean it as an attack at all. I'm not saying just the radio program. Right, I, I just know that a lot of people way. listen, so like. Right, I find I find we took extreme positive. We we're very positive about teenagers. It's just sometimes when we'd ask like one or two points that let's say when I would ask or answer a question that a teenager would repeat something three times, and I would just get the awareness that that's a teenager thing, and then they usually move on. But sure, but let's recognize there are some issues that teenagers have during that stage when the brain isn't fully developed. Like when they have a problem, they feel the world's coming to an end, and if they don't learn that how to learn the balance side, and that's what they would feel. But of course we value teenagers. Of course we respect them, and that's why we take their questions. As, as a, <laughs> Mordechai, one thing that we don't take teenagers without permission of the parents because the is, legal, legality issues and stuff like this. And besides this, I want to tell you about the MRI research, you know, that about the brain yeah. of teenagers. That they found this is a, a, like two years old and because it's an exploration position. Like the baby is attaching everything and want to know everything to go opposite. This Akadosh Baruch who create us like this. That's the beauty about you, you guys. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Hey, thanks so Good. much. I'm glad. So we're all on the same page. We very much value teenagers and we respect teenagers and we appreciate when the teenagers call. At the same time, as we always share, we always have a balanced view. So. I appreciate you focusing and highlighting the positivity and the positive sides of teenagers when they're growing and when they're growing and learning to be adults and going through that that stage and thinking for themselves yet being good girls and good boys and helping out at home and learning and studying which we've got most Baruch Hashem high percentages are doing it over probably 90 percent so let's of course let's celebrate what we have and let's focus on that so thank you for that hey, yes. thank you you're yeah. welcome Arav Nissen, thank you for thank a wonderful program again, and thank the Rabbi Nishlam for giving us the schus and the siyata de and for making it what a wonderful program for all the callers.
Thank you very much, Rabbi Mordechai, and all to our listeners. And the listeners that uh, was waiting on the line next week, please, Be'ezad Hashem, and the question. Thank you very much, Rabbi Mordechai. You're welcome. Hatzlacha. Amen.